ladies and gents, welcome back to week two of Houston Stam. I'm Max Stammer, and I'm here today with my other host of this pod. John Huth, uh, welcome back to week two. It's going to be a, it's going to be a good show today. Definitely. We're going to, we're going to talk about gaming mostly today. Um, our main topic today will be Nintendo, but we have, we have some other thoughts we want to talk to you about with our audience, you know, and basically um, it's going to be just definitely going to be one you'd want to sit through and, you know, um, you definitely are a Nintendo lover, you know, if you're a Microsoft fanboy, you know, if you love Sony, you definitely want to sit through this one. We definitely will have different opinions on things and, you know, we're, this is going to be a very interesting pod and um, like JP mentioned, Professor Stammer is going to come. I'm going to go all out with the Nintendo section. This will probably be a much longer podcast, but you know, I'll bring up a lot of good points throughout the podcast so, with Nintendo. So you, you might want to grab your popcorn, you know, grab a soda or some water. It's going to be a good one. You know, and you know, tell your friends, you know, tell your friends, you know, share this pod really, you know, if you share this pod and, you know, tag us on the podcast and we'll give you a shout out in the next podcast. You know, um, we definitely are growing right now. We're at how many followers we're at? Like five on Instagram. Yeah, we're on we five have, on YouTube and uh, three on uh, Spotify. You know, shout outs to those five. Me being the first subscriber on both platforms. I always will be the podcast biggest fan. No one will ever be the biggest podcast fan besides me and probably my mom. So, and <laughs> joke. <laughs> Joke intended right there. So, and JP's mom too. So, all right. So we're going to get going. So our first topic of the podcast is we're going to talk about um, the micro Microsoft and the current Xbox situation. So JP, we're going to have you handle yes. this one. So, you know, came out, well, I originally leaked this week, but came out that there's going to have, at least right now, there's two different new Xboxes. The main one's 499 um, which is the fully flush one that, you know, that's going to be the ultimate gaming uh, machine that you're going to have for uh, Microsoft for this generation. And then you have this, this mini one. Um, if you look, uh, if you're watching the YouTube video, you can see the image. It's a speaker. Okay. It's, it's a, it's a, it's a boom box. All right. Um, the specs are just slightly better than the current Xbox and they're going to charge two ninety nine for this thing. So, you know, you could save it, you know, you could go cheaper. Uh, the teraflops isn't nearly as large. You're going to have less RAM, which means, you know, you, if you have multiple things open, it's going to run a little bit uh, slower. Uh, and the kicker of the thing I love, and I'm kind of curious to hear your thoughts, uh, Max, is uh, if you want to expand your storage, you can buy a one terabyte storage, but that sucker is going to cost you 200 bucks. So when all said and done, you're you're paying the same price. So, so first off, so first off, yeah. why would why would why would Microsoft, you know, a company that, you know, really 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 like brag with like the Xbox 360 that you could use an internal any internal hard drive with an and even with the Xbox One and the and even Sony's doing this with the PS5. So how come they're making you know the biggest Xbox fan hardcore fans like buy internal storage and you're like oh yeah you can buy an internal storage drive for like 
$200. Like, seriously, like... Like, the only thing that I have read about is that they claim that it's fat, it runs faster on the new Xbox rather than typical hard drives. Now... Right, right. But you could buy a Nintendo Switch, and you could buy... You could buy at least 500, you could buy close to a ter. you could buy a terabyte SD card for maybe a little over a hundred bucks right now. Yeah. And you, you, it, that sucker will work. It's like, yeah. you know, a system that has 32 gigabytes, a week, the weakest system out of all of them, you can expand better than you can on this highly advanced computer system that Microsoft is claiming is going to be the top dog. Yeah. Yeah. Uh- we both know it's not going to be the top dog, but that's okay. You know, they're uh, they're trying to market towards this. Um, that it got leaked today that apparently there's a third machine. We don't really know what this machine's going to be. What it's if it's in the middle, if it's maybe the a more higher end, on top of the like the four ninety nine model. We don't know. We don't know. Um, I'm thinking that model might come out because the Halo got delayed. So maybe they're thinking they're going to bundle it together. Oh my gosh, Halo! Well, I, that, that game's gonna fail. It's gonna fail. What well, you you like those PlayStation Two graphics, dude? Dude, okay. First off, yeah. First off, first off, Sony did an amazing job. I mean, we're gonna go to the PS Five as a relation to this. Sony did a great job displaying. We saw the we saw the gaming system. We saw the models are gonna release in March. No one knows when they're gonna release the PS Five due to the pandemic, which is understandable. But we saw actual gameplay. And graphics despite the streaming only being 720p or 1080 and some to paint on your internet they did show us what the ps5 was capable of mm-hmm. and because of that that system's going to be more successful as of right now it's projected to be more successful not only that they have a very strong launch lineup for the ps5 they do there's going to there's going to be 30 games half of those games being first party titles or like second party titles that, that are exclusive to sony so first off, how's Microsoft going to compete with that? I think, uh, you know, I've never been an Xbox guy, but I will say, <clears throat> excuse me, the one thing they do have going for them is they're going to do backwards compatibility with all previous Xboxes since the original. So really? that's what they've been claiming from the beginning. If they can, right. pull, if they can pull that off, I think that's pretty impressive. Um, that you could play almost you could play any Xbox game you've ever owned on the new that's, one. Right, right. That's interesting. However, they did say that with the Xbox One, you'll be able to play all 360 games, and they've done that. Previous. This goes back all the way back to the Xbox 360, where they're like, "Oh yeah, we'll have an update, and we'll have like a list of games that each update will work backwards compatibility." So. As of now, are they claiming that every single Xbox game that's ever been released that will work on this new Xbox X? That's what they. That's what they have, they have claimed. But um, I'm I'm sure they're gonna false advertise it, like they've done uh, in the past. I think yeah, like I would if I'm gonna guess if I'm throwing darts at a board, I'm gonna assume the the most popular titles will probably work. I don't know if all of them, like Sony, to kind of move over to the PS5, they have said that. Uh, the PS4 top 100 games, um, some PS3, and apparently some PS2 games, but they haven't announced what specific titles they're going to be. So, right, but at least, at least Sony's being honest. I'm like, okay, we're going to have some of these games working on the PS5, but we're not yeah. going to have every single game. You know, 
the one thing I do give Sony credit for in the first variation of PS3 was they got a system out there as fat as it was. They got they created a PlayStation that you could play the first three generations with. I actually have that fat PS3. Don't you, do you really? And how does it handle the how does it handle PS2 and PS1 games? It uh well it gets pretty hot. Well, I'm sure it does. But 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 does it, but does it work? Does it, it they work? play them. That's that's the catch. You know exactly. exactly. I play. I I can play games that you know. I was in elementary and middle school. You know that was part of my childhood. So you know, um, can't complain. See, there you go. Do you have Do you have to get like? They make. I've heard they've made like external fans for them that you can. Make yeah, they, you, you can get like extra fans. You can also like emulate the games on a PC that runs better. But you know, I enjoy it for what it is. Um, I'm kind of curious of the release date because I'm pretty sure the Xbox has come out November 21st. I could be wrong. It's somewhere around that second or the third week in November. I'm curious when the PS5 is going to, if they're going to delay it and how close that is. I bet they're going to delay it and it's going to, I, my prediction right now is Sony's waiting for Nintendo to make an announcement about the switch pro and they're going to release it in March or they're going to release it very close. Uh, I could see them doing like a January to February release. uh, Same, same. Cause possibly they could outbeat Nintendo with their high, with their higher performance rumored switch system. Because, because what's good, they're going to have one or two things happen. So let's say they bring it, they release it in November it's right. going to get sold out so quickly, they're going to run out of stock because a, a lot of manufacturers are closed right now due to COVID. Right, and, so, and also, like, also like you know, basically, um, I don't think this is going to be a hard system to pick up in retail at launch because the reason I'm saying that is because the way scapulars are trying to get systems right now is that they'll have bots, basically, and basically they get the online stock, and they're not – counting the in however those bots don't count in store stock so i think on launch day if if anyone is comfortable at that point i'm pretty sure um things might be to a new normal hopefully fingers crossed but i think the ps5 will be possible to get at launch in person kind of like how the switch was yeah you can get one i do think they're day. gonna have some um i know previously uh sony has made a statement uh officially on their uh their blog saying that each household will only be able to get one PS5 for a while. That's fair. That's fair because that's yeah. how Nintendo. That's how Nintendo did it with the Switch, and that's fair because like you know everyone will, everyone can have an equal chance of getting it rather than like you have a scapular named Jimmy and he's like, hey, I got a PS5. How about ten thousand dollars for it? You know, his, his name. His name is actually Teddy. Oh, Teddy. Yeah, his name's Teddy. Hey y'all, my name's Teddy. I'm from I'm from Georgia. I, I got this PS5 here. You know, I I have ten, I have twenty kids, and I want two hundred grand from my PS5. Yeah, that, that's about it. Two hundred two hundred thousand dollars. You know, I I got the controls. You know, I now I'll, I'll and I want and I'm also gonna charge a hundred bucks shipping because I can't afford shipping right now. I hundred dollars, but you'll get the best shipping class. I'll I'll drive it to your house. I'll drive everything you're out. Yeah, I don't know. It's personally for me, that, so. I'm probably gonna wait. I'm probably gonna wait to the uh, Spider-Man sequel to pick it up. I, and, I'm waiting. If I end up getting one, I'm gonna wait after the pandemic, and I wanna oh, yeah. wait for the slim model to come out because the slim model always is better than the. Yeah. Like with the PS4, I had a PS4. I sold it to a friend before the slim came out, 
for that way I could that way I had money to buy my Switch. Yeah. I knew because that that's when like everything was confirmed that the next Nintendo system was going to be port was going to be a hybrid, which really pumped me. So like um, basically um, I'm just I'm just gonna wait for the slim model to come out. I don't think I'm gonna get the highest end model of it. I'm probably just gonna get the basic model. Yeah, I I'm definitely gonna pick up the digital only. I don't definitely wait, and I'm definitely gonna wait for all the first party titles to drop down the. 20 bucks which yeah with, same like, with sony with sony that happens within the first few years yeah rather than like nintendo and that's one positive about sony is that they do drop the value of their physical copies pretty yeah. quickly and it, it is nice to have a company that understands that not everyone can afford games at launch so they do lower down and they do make their stuff available at all times you know and they are uh, wink, 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 Nintendo thinking they're Disney, but we'll get yeah, into yeah. that later. Uh, I, I just want to say they don't take things off the eShop, um, you know. <clears throat> anyway, um, but yeah, I'm looking forward to the, it's going to be, this console, this console war is going to be interesting. I'm, I'm excited for it. Um, you know, I'm, I'm excited. I, Rumors have it that you'll be able to change the colors on the PS5. You'll yeah, to it's gonna have RGB. It's gonna have RGB stuff on the outside, and you can do like different themes. Like, um, so I don't know. I think it's gonna be cool. That's gonna be like any mega nerd's dream, you know. Like, yeah. you got the new, got the because I'm. You heard about the new like Dark Souls trilogy, Demon Souls. Yep. You've heard about Demon Souls, right? Yeah. you could have a demon. You have Demon Souls in the PS5, and you just have that dark souls theme you could choose what theme you want you can even have like a monster yeah i'm excited what they can do with that yeah, it's gonna be really interesting I definitely want to see it in person definitely but i'm definitely gonna wait um i'm gonna wait for the revision to come out and yeah i think it's the it's the best thing it's it makes the most sense honestly economically plus sony is committed to keeping up the ps4 for a while due to the pandemic yeah. and knowing that a variety of their audience which i do respect if sony they're not going to discontinue it right away they do know yeah. it's going to be like at least like a lot of the big games that's coming out in these next while. four to five months they're both supporting both the ps4 and the ps5 did the, um... which is going to be great and yeah. you know i i can see the ps4 lasting just as long as the ps2 and I think there'll be a number. Yeah. I think there'll be one more variation of the PS4, and it'll be like very. It'll be much skinnier. There'll be a CD one. I will predict, and there'll be one where it'll compete with the Xbox, the low end Xbox S that's supposed to come out, and it'll just be a PS4 I, where you can stream I, PS5 games, but you need a yeah, PS5. I can see that. I can see that it's it's branded as a, a low end PS5, but it's pretty much just a PS4 that can play. Just PS4 the PS4, right. and you would need like a PS5. But you know, I'm I'm excited for Sony. They have the they actually beat Google to the actual consistency of streaming. Yeah, uh, Google Stadia wasn't that much of a, of a success. Okay, biggest console failure of history of any gaming console platform. I do, I do think streaming games is the future in like te- about ten years or so. I think it's going I to think, happen. I think what will happen is there'll be a console. You'll have a game console, and basically with that game console, you can stream your gaming library. So, like right now, if you PS4, for example, you as long as you have strong internet wideband at your house and where you're at, you could play like games like GTA mm-hmm. Five, um, basic um, Bloodborne. Um, yeah, anything that's in their their library that's in that uh, and PlayStation you know, you can now play on you your can play. laptop, laptop, iPhone, any mobile device. So you could bring your Shockwave controller. Basically, um, apparently, um, from what I've read from reviews, and you've tried it yourself, it works like a charm. Yeah, like there's no issues with it. 
Now Google Stadia, on the other hand. <laughs> yeah, they didn't go too well. They didn't go too well, but Sony beat them to it. Um, they actually bought a gaming company that was one of the first gaming companies to experiment with that. I forget the name of it, but remember back in 06, there was this gaming company called OnLive. Yeah, it was OnLive, I believe. So Sony bought them out before the PS4 came out. And the reason they bought them out was they figured out how to stream games before anyone else did. Okay. So, um, so basically the, that section of online became the support for the streaming that Sony figured out. So I'm excited to see what they can do. I think they can actually compete. They'll be able to compete with Nintendo in their own way. Yeah. That's gonna I think be and, and I think what's going to happen is if Nintendo, you know, sticks to like, doesn't like, make like an upgradable does doesn't make a switch that doesn't support these high-end games i think sony will have the hardcore gaming market again they'll have they'll fully have it right now it's kind of like a little over sony and a, i say like 50 50 right now of sony and nintendo Same. maybe like maybe like 42 maybe like 30 percent microsoft right now yeah i feel that's about i feel those numbers are about i i might be right someone will probably argue with me in the comments yeah uh, uh teddy from georgia is going to get on here he's going to say that uh because uh, uh microsoft has halo so therefore you're wrong microsoft has halo yeah halo hasn't been good since bungie left it well you know and Halo 2 was its peak. And then Halo 3 was okay, but, like, they tried mimicking Halo 2 multiplayer too much, you know. Um, and the thing, the thing I love about Microsoft is, and this, I always bring this up with Xbox fanboys, is that as a guy that has his own custom uh, gaming PC, I could play any uh, Xbox-only game on my PC. What about the big O? You can get all consoles into one P. You can play PC. Oh yeah, PS4, I've seen that. PS4, and then they give you a Switch. So they yeah. don't. So basically, Nintendo refused to give them a hardware, but Nintendo's like, we'll supply you with a Switch. Yeah. With it. I've seen that. That thing looks pretty cool. I'm not gonna lie. I'm. I'm actually. If I ever become wealthy enough or get enough money, I'd be. I'd be tempted to buy one. Yeah. Isn't one like ten thousand dollars or something stupid? High. Stupid high. I'm curious how hard it'd be to make your own yeah i'd be curious to see how hard it'd be to make your own if you had some computer knowledge and stuff but i yeah, find I it really i find it cool that like that you could like see the insides and there's like the ps4 section the ps5 section and then the switch is just a dock yeah this is a dock <laughs> i there. love i love how like there's no nintendo section nintendo's like no they're like, yeah they're no, like, we're not gonna not tell happening. you anything not happening but hey we'll supply your switches but and that's unusual for them, you know, for the allow to allow a company to do that, which I find very interesting. I could be wrong. Maybe they're buying switches and they're just opening up the docks themselves, which actually might be true. So like, so, but anyways, um, anyways, um, but basically that's our appreciation, um, for those topics. Um, you know, Microsoft, I, my opinion and JP does have some counter arguments with me about that. I don't think, I think this will be the generation where it's just going to become a service. I think they, I think for years they've been experimenting with PC computers, you know, basically Microsoft is the inventor of the PC computer. And basically what's going to happen is I think what they're trying to aim of Xbox is, is to be a service that can compete with steam, which I think they could achieve, but I don't think for console wise, they're going to have consoles anymore. I the only gonna... thing they have, the only two things that I, I personally see that they have going for them for consoles is they have the 
you know, the apparently backwards capability of all the games. And they have announced well, that. Quote unquote. Well, yeah. That, that could ch- that can change. You know. The let's path. see. Let's see what happens at launch. Watch the, Sony be like. Watch Sony. Watch them announce that they're gonna have limited titles, and Sony be, and then Sony do their fu like they did with this, like with the PS5 of sharing games, and be like, oh yeah, you can play every single PlayStation game ever possible with the PS5. Screw um, you, Microsoft. The other, the other big thing that I think Sony's finally doing is that any place you could buy a uh, the new Xbox. You can uh, you can kind of do what you do with cell phones now, and you can do like a lease contract, and it'll be thirty five bucks a month until it's paid off. Um, which yeah. which I don't get, which I don't get because um, you had Best Buy's been doing that for years. Yeah, so yeah. So like, there, yeah, there's different card services that already do that. I just think it's interesting that they're trying to do that because you know, I don't know. I think it might help them sell some more consoles. Uh, I think you could end up seeing a lot of more families like moms and dads being kind of ticked off with Xbox. Uh, honestly, their kids just signing up for stuff. Right. But like Mike, but what about microtransactions? Cause Microsoft does have a history of like yeah. having partners like EA. We're going to say just EA and Activision are the two big juggernauts. I EA. think Activision's been a lot better. They got an attack by the FCC. We, that's a different pod. I'd have to do a little more research about that. But EA is the big problem right now. Well, come on, what's up with EA and microtransactions? So I don't know if you've heard about this. Like we'll do a, we'll do a quick little branch here, real quick. So I don't know if yeah. you've heard about this. But in the new Madden game, right? Oh, which no. I haven't played. I've just been hearing how, about how this. How bad? How how bad? So it's talking? so bad that the developers came out right, and they're like, "How do you feel about getting two out of tens? And I quote, "They said, well, it's Wait. not." Two out of ten. Yeah, two out of ten. Two out of two ten. Two out of ten. Yeah. And I quote, "How? Oh, yeah. That's the lowest score of any Madden game yep. in history." And I quote, "The response was, well, it's not a one out of ten, so we'll take it as a win.'" Wow. Yeah. 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 Wow. Wow. That's that's really sad. Because like, what I like about what I like about Sony, for example, is they have this exclusive MLB game where and one of my good friends that lives in yeah, Atlanta plays it yeah the show you could become your own baseball player make your own season make it's a actually, Madden game make a Madden game like that that's sick yeah that's and like sick, with the you know? with the show there's microtransactions there but it's not forced down your throat like it is in Madden and you can you can have a full experience yeah that's it you can go around it so you could have a full gaming experience you know yeah you can have a full full season too a full a full actual baseball season with the amount of games and stuff how come do a football game like that yeah i don't i don't get it do 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 an nfl game like that hey i I might even buy that that would be cool that would actually be kind of cool they're also the the also big thing is apparently on their um ultimate team which is like where all the microtransactions are at for madden apparently a lot of the top stars in this year's nfl uh team aren't in the game and they just became like rookies this year, so oh my gosh, a, a lot of fans aren't too happy. Uh, I don't know. Here's my opinion with the Madden games: we lease one every five years and just have DLC. They're just updated rosters year after year. Update, update the rosters. Charge like maybe forty bucks. Like there's so many videos on YouTube that they they capture from uh, Madden 15 to Madden 21, and the touchdown celebrations are literally the same thing. Right, so just 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 release DLC. People have actually found Madden 20 assets in Madden 21. 
What? Like, yeah. How? They, they like they've paused it, gone to the sidelines, and like on like a like a uh, a bench or like the the coach's uh, scoreboard. It will say Madden twenty on it. But oh they'll be God. playing Madden twenty one. They didn't even change the assets. That's how lazy this company is getting. Oh gosh, yeah, they're just sharks, man. They're sharks. What about you know um thoughts about the next Star Wars Battlefront? You know, yeah. So we got the new Star. We got that Star Star Wars Rogue uh, Squadron game coming out. I don't know. Oh, that's right. That's right. We'll see what happens. Um, you know, they're gonna have a they're having a Star Wars Rebels character in it. Um, you know, I'm not gonna fall in this trap from EA. I'm not. I'm not pre-ordering this thing. You know. They burnt me with Star Wars Battlefront, and then they burnt me again with number two. Now I oh, did sixty dollars. You want Darth Vader, Bruh. Just... I get Darth Vader, man. Sixty dollars. It's it, it was so bad. It's like now, Roblox. You can get a dragon for twenty dollars. Good old Roblox. <laughs> you know, you know, Teddy plays Roblox. My boy Teddy plays Roblox. Yeah, you know. You well, really what's like... his what's his username? I gotta join in on this. Uh. Teddy loves blocks XXX. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. What what server does he go on? What server does um, he go? What server does Teddy, our boy Teddy, go on? The high school server. Oh no, don't go there. Don't go there. Just don't go there. Don't go there. Good old Roblox. You can't go wrong with Roblox. Actually, you can. Roblox is pretty bad. Oh my gosh. Oh, dude. You know, you know, you know what's better than Roblox, though. What's better than Roblox? Club Penguin. Okay, okay. First off, first off, I was a Toontown boy when I grew up. Oh, we, oh, we're getting into this a little Toontown. Toon. You know, Toontown wasn't bad. Toontown, Toontown was my stuff back in the day. It was my stuff. I had, I had my own Woogle. I, it was like my second life. It was great. You know, um. It was great. I always got captured by those like evil tune robot things. I, you know, I could talk to my boy Mickey before he became evil. Well, he was always evil. That was before I found out about the dark side of Mickey. So, like you had these mini games, you could interact with people. And then, then I grew up and I got myself banned on. Yeah. So how'd you um, get banned? Um. Well, when I was 13, I was on a quest to see how many websites I could get banned from. So I got banned for. From club, I, I I said some pretty excessive things, but I got banned from Toontown for life. It built up to that point, and then I got banned from Club Penguin for four years. Four years, huh? Four years, yeah. I got banned. I am, um, I, they they banned me. The emails are the best because like I always would lie. I I'd say I was the parent, and then like they say your kid got banned from saying for doing this stuff. We're sorry, but your son Max can't be on Club Penguin anymore because. We find this doesn't, I'm not joking. They actually sent emails like this and like, I'm like, oh my gosh, Disney. But yeah, I was a Toontown boy. Um, always will be. A, there's a, there's a new thing that a bunch of fans made. I'd, if I could get a group of people to join me on that, I would, I would, I'd build. I'd yeah. Build didn't they like remake, like they like re-uploaded Toontown? I saw a bunch basically, of Basically, basically it was a bunch of people who were mega fans. They archived everything from Disney, which is, which is impressive by knowing the Disney vault and all that. And like, they, they basically brought the game back to life. And there's a huge, there's a huge cult following with it. I'd love, 
I had a, if I had a group of five people, we would definitely add videos to our YouTube channel with that. You'd be, you know, me and JP, and we had like 10, if we had like a squad of 10 other people, we would, we could dominate that. We could dominate the servers. I would definitely Man. be on, I'd, I'd be on board with that. It'd be like World of Warcraft, Reroy Jenkins. Reroy Oh man, you can't go wrong with Leroy. No, Leroy will always be our boy, you know. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, I, I would, I would kill for a group of people to join me on the Toontown request. We just need to get, you know, maybe our, maybe besides me and JP, maybe the other three subscribers could join us. You know, we're we're a small knit family right now. We're a very small it's knit growing. family on this podcast. You know, you could you can watch us now, or you can watch us when we get you know 10k subscribers. It's 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 just up to you. It's a matter of you time. Know, but you're in a special circle right now where like we could know who you are. We could we could be buds for life. You could even have your own segment in the podcast eventually. You're like you're in the you're in the early zone right now. You know, you know you know you know, you know our boy Teddy, he can get in the group. No. I don't no, no. He he I says have, no. I have concerns. Oh well about, I have concerns about Teddy. Well, you know. Based off the information you've told me about Teddy, I don't want Teddy to be on on, on here. I'm concerned. Yeah, well, uh, although know. although he might, if he's an aggressive RPG player, maybe we could consider him for Toontown. He, we'll we'll use him as a, like a tank. We'll just send him in. Right. Like you, you do all the, you take all the damage. All right. Oh, he'll he'll be our real boy. Yeah, 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 yeah. He'll be our real boy, and we'll just have we'll just know he dies, and we'll be okay with it. We'll just be okay. We'll be, he'll be our human sacrifice. He'll be our human, he'll be our human sacrifice for our Toontown quest. Oh boy. All right. So we're going to, all right. So basically we're done with that side combo. We'll probably have more. This is going to probably be a long one, this one. So um, like JP said, uh, you need to take a break, um, go to the bathroom, do whatever you need to do. Um, You could follow, if you fall asleep to this podcast, um, that's great. Congrats. I do that to lots of podcasts. Um, you know, I fall asleep to Joe Rogan sometimes. Yeah, you know, I want to give a shout out to Joe Rogan. We coming for you. You can say, oh, yeah, we're just two guys. Nah, 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 nah. You, you give it some time. All right. You, I know that multi-million dollar deal you signed, you signed with Spotify. They're going to be calling us next. All right. It's a matter of time. Dude, what if he actually, like, commented on here? He's like, hey, I actually watched your podcast. And I wanted to be on the next show. I wouldn't believe it. <laughs> I would think it's a bot. I, I think so too. I I would definitely think so too. But anyways, we're gonna we're gonna talk about Nintendo now. You know, we Uh oh. Oh, this is the main event. That's what we all were waiting for. We got the main event of the podcast now and stuff. So Nintendo. It's a Japanese company. And they've made they made some great games. They've made some of the greatest games of all time, you know, games that have changed my life personally, you know, have changed JP's life personally and many many other people's lives personally so i'm gonna talk about my first point nintendo's glory years we had the nintendo nes the snes the n64 through the gamecube all of those games combined had the best hundred top influential video games of all time no gaming company in history has matched that yet and the reason I, I say that is because you had games during that time, the original Mario Bros, Zelda Ocarina of Time, Super Smash Melee, um, Mario 64 changed how open platform games are, changed how 
basically was the first game where you had an open platform game and you could you could fall off a cliff if you wanted to you know or you could you could jump freely you, you could do whatever you want and that was life-changing you know um goldeneye you know you and then and then basically wind waker on the gamecube and many many more like pikman so the list is endless with nintendo during those glory years and the end of those glory years was the wii and many people can argue with me on this, but the Wii started out strong. So basically, the Wii had a weak launch had a launch lineup. However, it did have one of the it did have the number one best selling video game, in my opinion, the best party game of all time, come out in that launch. Yes, it did. If you know, you know what? Game oh yeah, is, yeah, 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 yeah. You know this game. is this so, is the best sports game of all time, ladies and gentlemen. All right, this is a game where you could play hours and hours on and you would only get a little bit into this. All right. That is Wii Sports. Wii Sports. Wii Sports is the, it, I got to say, it's the best party game you could play with fans. Everyone, your grandma, your little sister. doesn't matter the age. Every, the whole family can play. And they enjoy it. It's a fun play. game. To, it's, a, it's a fun of all ages. Not only it's the best game of all time, best party game of all time has the best final boss that's unbeatable of all time the wrath of matt the wrath of matt i've never met anyone that's beat matt if you said you've beaten matt you've beat pat first you beat pat you beat pat you never can beat matt if i want to if you're beating matt i want you to come on the podcast and tell me how you beat him and i want evidence that you beat pat first you need to record that you beat pat first then you need to tell me how you beat Matt. Because if you beat Matt, you're definitely Super Saiyan status on Wii Sports. I haven't met anyone yet that's beaten Matt. The game, eventually, the game won't let you win. It won't let you win in baseball. It won't let you win in tennis. It won't let you win in boxing. Same thing with resort. Second best party game of all time. It won't let, Matt won't let you win sword fighting, basketball, and basically any sport he shows up in. So... All right, so basically the Wii was great. Um, it had a great, it did have, it did have a shortage in the beginning, and like any great successful console, and we had some good games. And we had, we had Zelda, we had Zelda Twilight Princess come out at launch. So very, very similar to the Switch. I'm going to talk about the similarities between the Switch and the Wii for a reason. But basically, we had this, we had a Zelda game at the time that was praised to be the best Zelda game at the time. Now we play that game, and there's issues, but I'll get to that later. But we had a we had the best Zelda game of all time. People were saying at that point, and we also had the best party game. And you know, despite the shortages and stuff, Nintendo was consistent of having a good game come out every couple months. And then year two of the year two of the we we got Mario Galaxy. Mario Galaxy was a good was a great game. It did change. I think I'll talk more about what I think of Galaxy, but Mario Galaxy was great. It was the best Mario game of all time. And we had some other great games come out that very, very soon afterwards. We had Super Smash Brawl come out. We had a consistency of good Wii titles come out, like Doc Lewis, the, the best Doc, the 3D version of Doc Lewis is Punch-Out! And, you know, many, many more games. And then, and then, and then Nintendo, you know, then guess what Nintendo did? Guess what Nintendo did? What happened? Well, mistake number one of the Wii. They screwed over third-party titles, third-party developers. They did. They created a sacrifice to the Wii was that it was difficult for third-party ti- third 
game developers to make games for it. So that resulted in a bunch of shovelware for games. So basically Nintendo, because they had a demand for certain, for certain amount of third parties, the Wii does have the reward for most shovelware titles. So you could play My Little Pony, um, my dog Spot the Game. They have the Pajama Zam port. They have all the Pajama Zam Pup Pup ports on the Wii. You could play all the games. You could play all Pup. They have the Pup Pup collection. You know, what game, you know what game I used to play in the Wii that was, it was so fun. It was like a what? Nerf gun party mini game. I picked it up yeah. at like GameStop for like five bucks. I spent too many hours in that game. I don't know. It just, it's just fun, man. You thought it was good? Yeah. You know, like it's no classic, but you know. It was not bad, not bad. Back you know, when, actually, back when GameStop had stores open. Oh, burn. You know, I don't. Burn, brother. Know. We'll just burn. leave that there. But yeah, but basically, um, we had the Wii, and they got lazy with the Wii. Um, the Wii was the top number one console. Um, it beat, you know, it was cheap. What made it, what made it better, what made it a better selling point than the. Then the PS3 and the 360 was it was cheaper. Secondly, everyone could play Wii Sports and the Wii games, and it was mm-hmm. a great. And then and then the Wii U came out, and Nintendo got cocky. <laughs> they got they got cocky. You're like, oh, we have the Wii name, we have the Nintendo Wii name. We need to keep the Wii name. We're number one. We're number one. We want to stay number one. We're gonna add a U. We're gonna add a U. We, you. Number one? But, number one. We're number one in everything. We have we, you. Okay? So the last system we have is called we. Now we have a we, you. We, you, we, you, we, you, we, you, we, you. Kind of sounds like a siren. But anyways, the, the we, you comes out. And mistake number one with the we, you. And I actually watched Regify's anime Great, great, great guy. I'd love to have him on the podcast. If we can get him on the podcast, I have, I, I would be willing to end the podcast if we could get him on. I probably won't, but that would be like the top peak of the podcast, in my opinion. I don't think. I don't know. Having Joe higher. Rogan on might be, but that's that's up there. We okay. could debate with Joe Rogan. You know, get him on, get him on Toontown or. Oh no! Oh yeah! Nah, you got to get him on Call of Duty. I want to, I want to, oh. I want to snipe him. All oh day my long. gosh! Call of Duty. We'll get him on Advanced Warfare with Teddy. Oh, yeah, our boy from Georgia. Teddy, are we Lloyd Jenkins? And he'll just, like, Teddy will just destroy him. Uh, spoiler alert, Teddy's not from Georgia. I won't say where he's from, but he's not from Georgia. Oh, geez, you mentioned where he's from earlier. He did. I mean, people will go back. He's from Ohio. He's from Ohio, guys. Yeah, our boy. He's from the – Our boy is from – He's come from the great state of Ohio. And uh, <laughs> this man needs some help. Uh but anyways, uh, so, after, so basically, uh, after ignoring the fact that AP does have a kind of like a weird classmate. So basically, um, basically, mistakes that Nintendo did of the Wii U. The Wii U had some of the best games Nintendo has ever made. They, the reason, I feel like the Wii U being a very low selling point made Nintendo experiment harder than they ever had before. We got games like Splatoon. We got the first big Nintendo IP original in years, and it was a hit. We got 3D World. We got Wind Waker. We got remasters that fans 
never expected but love and cherish. We got Twilight Princess HD. They fixed the motion controls. They made they fixed store they fixed a lot of the problems that it had on the Wii, and it's probably the best variation of that game. We we got 3D World, you know, and then you know, and then we got Bayonetta 2, and we got some other great exclusives on the uh, Wii. Mario, Mario Maker. Mario Maker, the best version of Mario Maker, because you got the double tablet. Got the double tablet and just made it much, much, much easier to use. And you know, so we got we got things from Nintendo that they wouldn't even do. They wouldn't even do. They wouldn't even risk. And, you know, in my opinion, in the way the Wii U has been more successful than the Switch because it did force Nintendo to get out of their comfort zone and to make games that people want. People never, no one ever expected a Mario Maker platformer game to come out. Hey, they made it. Yeah. They made it. People like. Like, you know, like, even though it was the low, even though people do consider it to be the worst commercial home console, they made games that, you know, we enjoy. We enjoy as fans. I think the problem with the Wii U was they rushed it. I, in my opinion, they should have had the Wii out for two more years and they should have had, they should have marketed the Wii U as a different system. And I think it could have been, I think it could have been successful as a home console, but the problem was naming it a Wii U, Wii U, Wii U. That came from, cause I had, I ran some cross country of one person and he would, he, 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 I remember he talked about Lego GTA five. Oh and yeah. It, but it was a lot, it was a lot more higher pitch. It was more like Wii U, Wii U, Wii U. Wonder who Lego it was. GTA five on the Wii U. Wonder who it was. Jeez, oh, but like, I geez, I won't mention his name, but like, um, yeah, um, um, anyways, um, anyone who ran cross country with me that year would completely understand the pain. And the problem is, everyone would he would always run with me. He, he he's a nice kid. He means well. It's just like it got annoying after a while. But anyways, um, anyways, it, uh, anyways, but like basically, um, hardcore Wii U fan. Um, but like anyways, the Wii U was marketed terribly and like I think it could have been a better console. They just needed like two more years and they needed a better marketing team. And you remember the kid commercials with the Wii U, right? Oh yeah. I I remember like they they aired yesterday. You know, the kid commercials. The kid commercials, you know, and, and then so the Wii U was a failure. Nintendo's not doing well. Nintendo's not doing well. The Wii U had great games, um Smash Four my opinion, second best Smash we got, you know, and then the 3DS, hey, 3DS, best portable Nintendo's ever released. Mm-hmm. I, I, I put it above the DS for a reason. One is, is that you can play all the DS games. Second, you got, we got ports on the 3DS that, you know, people didn't expect, but love them. We got a remaster of Ocarina of Time. An actual remaster, I say an actual remaster, updated graphics, not HD, but they fixed a lot of the controls. They fixed they the aspect ratio on it. And they fixed, they fixed anything that fans complained about. They made the water temple easy. Even though I believe Jabba's belly will always be the worst temple. Yeah, you don't, you don't like, you don't like going to Jabba's belly. The princess. Princess just doesn't. Sh- she just. You gotta talking. carry her. You gotta carry her around that entire temple, my friend. So so annoying. So annoying. That's the worst temple in my opinion. Or Green of Time. Hey, now that sixty four version hey, water temple is the worst. So at least, at least it had temples. You, you had a point. You had a point. You we'll, we'll have you. We'll go in your breath of the wild lecture after. 
we're done. Oh, you're, you're very near. You're like, what? I just put a burn face down. I just saw that. But basically, um, basically we got port, we got remasters. We got, you know, we got an unwanted Allegis mansion remaster on it during the end of its life. And, you know, they actually did things that people wanted. And I'm, the reason I'm talking about this, because I'm going to get, I'm going to tie this into my switch lecture. But basically we got, we got a remaster of Allegis mansion. They fixed everything. They did a lot of experiments. We got Zelt, we got, we didn't, they didn't remake, you know, Link to the Past. I think they're going to remake Link to the Past eventually. That would be, a, that's the game they've been talking about remastering for years. And I think they will eventually. But instead of remastering that game, they made a brand new Zelda game. With like, you can go in the walls. Yeah, Link Between Two Worlds. Yeah. One, best, one of the best 2D, one of the best bird point I've used Zelda games I've ever played. Had so much fun playing it. Would love. I want to replay it after I'm done with school. I, I had so much fun playing it, but such a beautiful game. Art style is great. And they use the same map to link to the past. You know, they did something different that fans. So basically, the 3DS and Wii U era, they were doing stuff. They were taking risks. They were. They were taking risks. They were making games. They were very, 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 very consistent. Okay, so then we have the Switch. Okay, when we first saw the Switch. When we were in when we were in good old PC three, you went to the weight room. You made me stop workout. Like you need to stop. You need to see this. Yeah, you I, go down I the remember because I didn't I didn't work like, out. I was that was on my break day and I saw like, it broke. You're like, I'm like, you're nah, like you gotta like, see this man. You called me like get down to the locker room right now. Get down here right now. I need to show you this. And holy 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 crap! It it was like the way they marked that. It was, it was going to be like the best console of all time. Okay, we got a brand new open world Mario game teased in it. We got Skyrim Portable, a Zelda game, an open world Zelda game we could take anywhere. Yeah. And this was going to be the same power. And the rumors had it was just going to be a little above the PS3, but you could take it anywhere and you could play on the TV. Which, which was like which basically was like a nerd nerd mecha dream of me and JP's at the time. I remember we were at Dynamic Media 2, and I, all I did that class was just watch that trailer over and over again. Yeah, yeah. And I remember we, were, we didn't do anything else. We didn't do anything else, and we thought the Switch was going to be the greatest thing Nintendo ever made. And, then, and, then, and so then the Switch came out, you know, um, the Switch came out, we both got them, and then um, we played Breath of the Wild. You know, um, I think it's a great game. Um, we're going to oh, talk about Breath of the Wild right now, but I think it's a great game. It changed the Zelda. It did change how Zelda plays. However, I kind of see why people are disappointed, and JP's going to get more into that in a second. Like, but well, I'll, I'll finish and you'll go. But basically, they took away story mode, and there were things that they took away temples. But I, I do think they did do things that disappointed a lot of Zelda fans. So, JP, uh, take it from here with this. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna make this too long. I won't have you know, thirty on pages. Um, you know, the game itself. I really enjoy the story. I actually think the story is really intriguing. Uh, the whole the whole hundred year time jump, and I really I love the art style. Um, I like the idea of the, the different uh the different shrines they have. Is look these little challenges. My issue that I have is Zelda's mostly all about puzzles, right? That's what we want. That's what we want. We want puzzles. We want temples. All right. 
after your time, back in the 90s, had so many puzzles, right? Breath of the Wild, you have four. And they're all the same thing. Yes, they're slightly different. And yes, they use slightly different elements. But they're all the same. It's very simple-minded. They're not hard. All right. So I was pretty disappointed. Also disappointed the fact that you could speed run it in 20 minutes and beat the game. Now, yeah, is it, is it fun to do? Sure, I've done it. But, like, come on. Like, where's, that's not enjoying the game. That's not going through the story and seeing the character progression of everything that Link's going through his journey and his past and trying to take down Ganon. So, you know, we got, we got this new Zelda game that's coming out, you know, that's a prequel to it. It's going to be interesting. Oh my, oh, my God. No, don't, don't bring that up. That's, we'll we'll, I, say, we'll I, save that for I another podcast. It, I, find, I find it interesting that they're allowing them to use the Breath of the Wild engine, which Nintendo has never done before. They, this is the first time, I think, that they've allowed a third-party developer have access to an engine. That well, created. they had one back, what was it, 2015? They, this is the second uh, game of this kind of style they've done. Um, but I think this one's so interesting because it's all about Breath of the Wild. It's 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 just not like a like a party game kind of thing. A hack and slash. It's a full on story mode. Um, they did announce that they're they they might end up delaying Breath of the Wild two because of this game. So I think that's kind of interesting. I'm kind of see how how that's well, going. Well, I don't know. I'm I'm gonna give it some hope. I'm not gonna buy it right away because the Dynasty Warrior games in the past do go down in value. Yeah, they do. But definitely might definitely might be worth getting that game because they're using the actual Breath of the Wild engine. They're yeah. actually gonna get in depth about the story. So, you know, it actually might not. It might be a good game. I Yo, can't we gotta, judge we it have right to wait now. and see. I'm not gonna bash on it. Like my big thing is if they if they bring back full on temples in the sequel Breath of the Wild, I'll be 100 percent down on it. I will. I think they will, and I think they're going to have more of a GTA. So I'm going to compare GTA 5 with Breath of the Wild because both of those games changed how open-world games work. I think Breath of the Wild 2 is going to be like GTA 5 where you're going to have – you're not going to only play as Zelda. You're going to play as, like, maybe two other characters in the game. Maybe they'll introduce two other characters that you could play as. So I think Link will be a playable character. Zelda will be a playable character. And I think it's going to be this game where you could jump around – different ways and there'll be different story modes there'll be different choices you can make i think it'll be more of a more of a game like that and i think they'll bring things that fans want and i think it'll be much improved although i could be wrong and i'll have a podcast in the future saying why did it they should have done that so i i have hope for breath of the wild too um the other thing is i do feel they're gonna get lazy which i'll get to later on but anyways um we got breath of the wild come out and then, and then Nintendo decides that the Switch we're gonna do we're gonna rework some games on the Switch. Yep. And one of those games, one of those games, two of those games were great. So we got, so we got a remake, we got a remaster of Mario Eight called Mario Eight Deluxe, greatest Mario Kart game ever. They got online perfect. They online works great. They added characters, and they fixed party mode. We actually have a good party mode. We have a party mode like we did in DS and GameCube which everyone's been wanting, which, which the original eight did not do. In my opinion, it's the best Mario Kart game to come out on a console. It doesn't play the same as each Mario Kart game because the original two play a lot different than what Double Dash, Wii, 3D, um, 7, and 8. And 
I do know there was a Mario Kart game for. I know I know that Mako Bandai made like a gaming machine one. I don't count that, and I know there's a cell phone game. We we don't talk about that one either. But anyways, um, we don't count that one. But anyways, uh, Mario Kart 8 is the greatest game ever. Um, is the best Mario Kart game ever. Not the greatest game ever, but you know, um, I and they did things in 8 Deluxe where is this a great game? And then Splatoon 2 came out, which basically was a port was a port of Splatoon, but they actually took their time. They they fixed a lot of things the first game had, and they added modes. They made the DLC affordable, and that came well. And the servers for that worked well too. And then, and then we got Arms, which was also a great game. Arms was great. New another new Nintendo IP, another original Nintendo IP. They took no, a risk. we 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 uh, we uh, we jumped over a great launch title for the Switch. Arms would have been a great launch title. No, I'm talking, about, I'm talking about one two switch. Oh no. Forty bucks. Forty bucks, my friends. Could be yours. It was sixty at launch. I thought it was forty. It was sixty. Well, that makes me want to hate it even more. Yeah. Hey, all bucks. it was all that game was was a tech demo. And the biggest capture from my understanding was the ice cube game. I'm like, okay, Nintendo, maybe maybe have a function like that in Breath of the Wild. Breath of the Wild, maybe do stuff technology experimentation with Breath of the Wild. I don't know. I think they should have made like a kind of a Wii Sports game. No, no, like, no. Come on, like, they should just port Wii Sports. Would you pay a now? Would you pay now if they made a collection of Wii Sports and Wii Sports Resort? Would you pay a full sixty dollars for it? I'm paying sixty dollars, pre-ordering that the second it drops, and I'm there day one. I'm waiting at midnight to play that. You would you would wait in line to play that? Oh, how you yeah. would download it at midnight? Can you imagine? I, think I would. Too. If, if, I would. Can too. you imagine if they had Mario uh, Mario Kart Eight online servers, but with Wii Sports? Can you imagine the tournaments? Well, they tried doing that with Wii Sports Club on the Wii U. But, but it just Wii Sports failed. Club, it was a horrible game. It was massively bad. And they took away Matt. They took away the legendary yeah. Matt. Matt. Matt went on vacation. Matt, Matt, Matt wasn't a thing anymore. But anyways, um, anyways, so basically the Switch we'd had, we had them take risk in the beginning. And then, and then, and then Mario Odyssey came out, which in my opinion is the greatest is the greatest Switch game. That year, Mario Gal Odyssey came out. Greatest Switch game, my favorite Mario game of all time. It is, it's the most perfected Switch game. It's the one they spent the most time on, you can tell. Such a great game. I know you could beat it in four hours, but like, if you actually took your time on it and played it afterwards, so much content, you know, it's, you can get, there's like 99, like, there's 99 booms you can collect. And it's actually an open world game. They took risks. They like, they, hey, they actually put actual normal people in the Mario game. No one ever imagined them doing that. New Donk City. No one ever imagined like a Grand Theft Auto robot chicken Mario coming to life in the game. You, you know, that, 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 that was sick. That's like sick, you know? You get to play as and a like, dinosaur. And then, and then you become Bowser. You become Bowser in the, in the final boss. They broke the fourth fall. You become Bowser. You merge with Bowser. And you can just, and you become a, like JP said, you just like, you're just huge T-Rex. And then like, oh my, it's just a beautiful game. It is, 
my favorite Mario game of all time. It always will be until they make a better one, which I actually think they could. If they ever made an Odyssey 2, or I think they'll make a better one eventually. That might be 10 years from now. But anyways, by knowing Nintendo and their inconsistencies. But anyways, best Switch game, in my opinion. Mario mm-hmm. Galaxy, Mario Odyssey. Sorry if I said Galaxy. Someone will... You know, we only have five people right now. I don't think we're going to get too much hate at this point. But anyways... Yeah. Um, nah, it's going to happen, though. All right. It'll, it'll happen. But we should, we should interview our first hater. We should get him on there. Should I get, should I get Teddy? Should I contact him? Should I hit him up? We don't, we don't want Teddy on here. You sure? I could ask him. Well, um, we only we'll ask once if he ever if the Toontown thing ever happens, we will ask Teddy for that. We need someone right. aggressive. That, but anyways, we got Mario Odyssey, and then after Odyssey, the best, the next big game that I bought was Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. Okay, so when they announced it, I was like, "What? Every single Smash character." And they're doing it. Every character is coming back. Every single one. Except for Boss Baby. They didn't they forgot Boss Baby. They forgot about Boss Baby. But anyways, um Donkey Donkey Quilt. But anyways, um but anyways, they brought every character back. However, then the launch of that game happened. Launch night. Launch night happened. I remember and me the, me and you we were texting, you know, we were playing. We were this. texting. So basically, they announced a story mode for it called World of Light. So disappointed. World of Light was disappointed. Okay, and then they they took out features at launch. They didn't add on later. So like, no home run contest. No home run contest. But what was really good about Ultimate was its classic mode. It does have the best classic mode out of any Smash game. You could play a different character owned by a different IP, and it has a different final boss, which I thought was sick which I still think is sick, like the the Capcom ones, they fight a Capcom boss, and like each of them changed bosses. I, f- I loved how they added back Mega Bowser from Melee, too. That was really cool. They yeah. added back Mega Bowser as a final boss, but online, awful. Worst online, and they never fixed it. Yeah, it's it's still awful. It's bad. It's bad. So, like, the reason I... So, in my opinion... I think they should have delayed Smash Ultimate because oh yeah, to Smash fix the Ultimate, online because the online is so bad. You even can't play people still online. It's so hard. It's so hard. Like it has the best multiplayer experience, best classic mode of any Smash, but such an overrush game. They should have delayed it. It should have been delayed. I understood have it out by the holiday season. You know, this is going to be the biggest Nintendo game of biggest Smash game of all time. But honestly, they should have delayed it. Should have delayed it. Even Smash 4 on the Wii U had better online. Smash 3DS out of all the Super Smashes had better online. People may argue with me of that, but for my experience with Smash 4 on the 3DS, it had better online. Okay. Okay. And then the Switch, the Switch was selling great. People love the fact, hey, got home console. We're going to grow. We're going to grow our audience, you know. We're going to grow our audience. And then, and then Nintendo, Nintendo decided, hey, hey, we have a great, we have a great, we have a great, 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 great system. Let's get lazy now. Let's milk, yeah. let's milk the marketing now. Yeah, let's, let's milk our the, marketing now. Yeah. Get ready. Let's get the cow ready. Now. Let's milk our marketing now. And so basically, after Smash Ultimate, we saw a huge slowdown in game releases. Yep. 
So basically you wanted to see a big title. There was a six month period between every title. So the next big game after Smash Ultimate was like Mario Maker 2. Mm-hmm. Which which is a great game. Not as good as the Wii U one. I wish I hope they and they and what upsets me about Mario Maker 2 is they're done with adding content to it, which upsets me. They should have like I wish they had it a function with the Switch Lite. You could have a second screen. And you could actually use yeah. it like a Wii U tablet. I wish they added that. They never did. So like, but they did do things. You can make your own Mario game now, which I thought your own platform Mario game, which I thought was really cool, and stuff like that. And then Animal Crossing came out. Yeah. Which I which which is a great game, but I I'm always New Leaf will always be the best game in my opinion, and you know it's because I mostly grew up with New Leaf, and that's why I played in high school. But after after New Leaf, we. We, there was a dark period. We we didn't hear everything. We we didn't, we didn't get anything. nothing. You know, we had we had apparent leaks. We had rumors. You know, for the longest time, you know, potential uh, Super Mario Sunshine HD remake, kind of like what we got for Wind Waker on the Wii U. And um, drum drum roll, drum roll. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, we're we're waiting, we're waiting. You know, it's getting closer, and we get more leaks coming, and we're like, all right, it's gonna happen. You know they're gonna do it. You know we knew that we knew the Mario anniversary's coming, and uh, what happened next? No one was ready for. 3D classic All Stars. Yep. You get, you get, Super Mario 64. You get Super Mario Sunshine and Super Mario Galaxy in one bundle. You don't you don't need Super Mario Galaxy too. You you. you that, that game doesn't exist. All right. That's nope. gone. No, they, they, if you watch the end of the direct, ladies and gentlemen, it's not on the Mario timeline. And they added Rabbits. Now, Mario and Rabbits is a great game, but I don't consider it an official. I consider it more of a spinoff title. And they could, not only, they consider the Mario Kart games part of the Mario timeline. I'm like, Nintendo, what are you doing? But, like, you forgot the, one of the most important platform games. One of your best platform games you don't even mention. Mario Galaxy 2. And I'm going to get back to that in a second. But the 3D Classic All-Stars, laziest thing they have ever done in the past 10 years. Okay? This is the worst thing I have seen in a while. I am so disappointed with Nintendo right now. Okay? First off, that's direct. Awful. The only good thing we got was 3D, was Super Mario 3D World. And we got an extra edition to it. Mario Kart toy was pretty cool. That was pretty cool. Then we then they went to the game and watch. What what, what is that? You're gonna charge fifty dollars. You're gonna charge fifty dollars for super for the original Mario game and Super Mario Bros. Lost World. And you're you're like, oh yeah, and we're adding these original clocks to it, and we're gonna make the screen color, and we're gonna charge fifty bucks. Okay, first off, those clocks. You can buy them on your 3DS. The DSiWare clock. That, that you can. In fact, if you want a if you want a special edition, you can buy the calculator with Super Mario on it. There's a calculator. Mm-hmm. Okay. Take those are just take, take that to math class. But anyways, fifty dollars. Okay. First off, when the S when the NES classic, the thing they did right with the NES classic when it came out, they charged sixty for it. Great deal. We got you got thirty games, basically a dollar fifty a game, yep. basically maybe two bucks a game. Great deal. 
great deal. This this is a ripoff. I understand for gaming collectors, this is a this is something that this is a must-have, and of course it will be for scaplers and gamer collectors. But ripoff, ripoff, big waste of time. You could buy both these games on the 3DS. Not only you could for like ten bucks. Not only you could buy both these games on the 3DS, you could play them on Switch Online. And for twenty bucks a year, like why would you do that? Why would you? Why would you release a Game and Watch and be like, hey, we got these games on here, and then we're gonna add the Game and Watch game, but we're gonna put Mario Space. Just lazy, lazy, lazy and sloppy in my opinion. Lazy and sloppy. Now, if they added like a Mario collection, like I think it would have been cool if they added all 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 stars on there. Not only you got the original Mario games, but you got all stars. You got the remasters, the original remasters. You, you see, Nintendo had the idea of remasters back in 1991. The original All-Stars was all remasters with the Super Mario World engine. Okay? I'm going to get back to that point in a second, but do that with the Game & Watch. Add those to the Game & Watch. Add those to the Game & Watch. And then charge like 60, even 80 bucks. And maybe have, maybe have different themes. Maybe add music to it. Add, add, add all the music to it. Make it a better value, but no, they cheaped out on that. They completely cheaped out on fans on that, in my opinion. It's going to be interesting when people jailbreak it and how many games you could put on it. I bet we're going to see that when it comes. That will be one of the first things that modders will try. How many NES games or SNES games can you play on it? I bet it's going to be a lot. Be interesting if you can play N64 games on that. That could happen too, but I don't think so. I think. The highest power game that probably will be able to play once it's jailbroken will be Star Fox 2. But anyways, um, but anyways, ripoff, ripoff. They're releasing stuff they you can get on your 3DS or 2DS. DSiWare shop that's down, but you can get that stuff on the 2D on the 3DS shop, I believe still. But anyways, anyways, 3D All Stars, ripoff, complete ripoff. Okay, the worst thing that Nintendo has done. It is the worst thing they have done. I say that for a reason. Okay? First off, Mario 64. Great game. Mm -hmm. Guess what they did? If you look at the specs between the Virtual Console 64 and the specs to the, and to the ratio specs and the graphical specs to the, to the All-Stars version, they're the same. They're exactly the same. All they did was port the Wii U Virtual Console game. That's all they did. They didn't, they didn't add new textures. I remember YouTubers like RGT saying, oh yeah, they changed the M on Mario. Or like they, they made everything look extra crisp. Okay, first off. First off, okay? Okay, so you see this? This is an Amazon Kindle. It's dead right now. Now I'll have a podcast explaining more what I did with it. But basically, a Kindle that I paid 20 bucks for, and JP could post a picture of it later on. I did show, a, I do have a photo of it, and I do have video of it running. I got Mario 64 running on it with a better aspect ratio, better specs, better performance than the All-Stars for something I paid like 20 bucks for. Okay? So 20 like bucks, you cheap not out. too bad. Okay, so basically, with the All-Stars, you're, you're paying 20 bucks a game. That Mario 64 port is not worth 20 bucks. It's worth like five to 10. It's definitely worth five to 10, okay? Sunshine, all they did was change the aspect ratio. JP got on a Facebook war of some Nintendo fans a week ago. 
You want to talk about that? You want to talk yeah. about that one yeah, so guy? Yeah, th- these fools have already been starting to drink the Kool-Aid. They're they're under they're under this pretense that this the the you know these games more specifically the Sunshine uh, version is a Wind Waker HD. It is not. It's not Wind Waker HD. It's not even close. That was a, see, that was a complete remaster. See, with Wind Waker Sorry HD, you could take screenshots, and that game looks absolutely beautiful. Like you could tell that the art is it's it's updated. The textures are updated. It looks beautiful. Sunshine, I could you could look at screenshots. You could, and there's gameplay out there. There's actually gameplay comparing the GameCube version of Sunshine and the new one, and it looks so identical. You could tell that they they didn't care. They didn't want to. They didn't want to improve it. Okay, and secondly, you know, even with the 3DS ports of Ocarina of Time and other great titles, are they going to fix the controls? Are the controls going to be fixed? Did they did they fix the glitches? Did they go back and fix the glitches? without flood did they did they add gyro to flood okay i really want gyro mode would fix flood with aiming completely if we had gyro mode with flood or they like fix like an or if they added an aiming aspect with flood that would that would be a life gamer change with mario sunshine now if you can figure out the controls you can play the game silky smooth but not all gamers can figure it out including myself i never beat in sunshine now now before I get to Gal, now before I continue, I I did pre-order it. I do have a pre-order. I did get access to a pre-order through Best Buy, which I which I'm going to get into later. But they're reliable. Worst case scenarios, I can't get it, and they give I get my money back, and I'll just download it. But I am going to do a review of all these ports, and I'm gonna it's going to be a very honest review, and you know uh, that way that way like i i i uh, that way i could say like i played these games and this was a this was a complete waste of time and i did pay a full 60 dollars. but basically i'm just doing this that way i could crap on them later on if they do this again but like basically um sunshine are they going to fix the controls are they going to are they going to fix the gaming mechanics okay secondly secondly are they also are they going to fix, are they going to add things? Are there added aspects of Sunshine? Like with Wind Waker HD, for example, you could, there's an added map. Could, are they going to, are you going to fix, are you going to add map? Are you going to add courses? Are you going to add missions or, or shines to Sunshine? I think they did any of that. I think it's a direct port and they just changed the aspect ratio. And all these fans are, I, the thing is that they're tricking fans and saying, oh, yeah, we made it HD. It's not an HD game. First off, gaming modders since 2014 have figured out how to, do, how to make Sunshine not only fix the aspect ratio, make it into an HD game. Okay, now, what I really would have loved to see with them with Sunshine, which many fans of, like myself would love to see, do it with, remake it with the Odyssey engine. Remake it with the Mario Odyssey engine. You've done it in the past, Nintendo. Hey, Super Mario 64, where is that game? You, you didn't include that remaster of that game in the, on the gaming timeline, too. doesn't exist. Nintendo's like, oh, yeah, that game doesn't exist. I think that's the best variation of 64. They added levels. You know, I'm talking about this because they added levels. They added worlds. You could play as Luigi, Wario, Yoshi. Okay, you did you could do things in that game that you can't do in the original 64 and people consider that to be the better version story-wise because of that and gameplay-wise and that came out after sunshine 
if people don't know that existed. I'm sure the most hardcore fans know that exists. But Nintendo is making, like, some of these games don't even exist. Um, but I'm upset. I'm very, very, very upset. Um, you have people, you know, um, you have people that have figured this out for gaming emulation and stuff, and this is just a direct port. And, you know, trust me, I bet the reviews are going to be terrible. You know, um, Oh, no, I actually, I, I disagree. I think... I think they're all going to suck it up. I think it's going to be another another 10 out of 10, another masterpiece game of the decade, just like... Uh, game of the decade? Game of the decade? There may never be a game like this ever made ever again. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Okay. So, the only good port is Galaxy. They fixed... They actually spent... It's the port from 2018 that they released with the Nevada system in China. They have everything working perfectly with motion controls and with manual controls and they added they added different aspects so basically the way you collect star bits now in portable mode is you can just touch it with your finger so i think the only good port in all this is sunshine is not sunshine galaxy galaxy will be the only good solid port and they actually made it a higher depth it's a 1080 game the other games are not even 1080 like Sunshine's 1024 from what I saw on Spawn Waves video. I could be wrong. I think it's 1079. It's low. It's not as high as the Sun. It's not as high as the Galaxy port. But Super Mario 3D All Stars, biggest biggest disappointment by Nintendo. Biggest disappointment ever to come out by Nintendo. You see, Nintendo back in 1991, you had the idea. You made. Not not only you made a Super Mario World game, which was great maybe considered to be the best 2D platformer by all time by naming gaming experts, but you remade, you took a risk. You made all the original Mario games with that same engine. And they came, they're great. You remade them, you fixed them, you fixed the sprite fixes, you, you remade all the sprites. Great, great all-stars. What, what is this? What did we get? We got a shitty, we got a really bad port of 64, a port that you kind of got lazy with, like, okay, we'll change the aspect ratio, we'll market it as HD, and we're not gonna fix anything. So as of right now, they didn't talk about the new control, so I'm pretty sure it's a direct port. And then we got a port of Galaxy, which they did spend time on, but they didn't really pay attention to the other two titles. And they taped it all together, Nintendo's like, let's tape this. We're gonna tape this all together, and bam, and bam, we we got 3D. We've got 3D world now. Another, and this is going to lead to another point that I have. Higher fans. You see, we had we've had HD versions of 64, of Sunshine, and better versions of Galaxy done by fans. Nintendo, why are you taking these down? I'm not. I understand it's illegal. But you gotta hear me out on this. You see, your 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 competitor Sega, when they remastered Sonic the Hedgehog for the smartphones and gaming consoles, they hired a super ultra fan named Chris Whitehead. Chris Whitehead is a basically made like these fan Sonic games, and Sega saw that hey, this is somebody who can remake our games. He knows him by heart. Huge fan. Let's hire him. They hired him to port make these ports. Best port, the remasters of the games. 
pick made better aspect ratios, rebuilt every single sprite of those games. They gave him assets. They own the assets, and they're paying him. Hey, you have a new developer working for you. And guess what? He guess what? They gave him the permission to make his own Sonic game. He made the best Sonic game to come out in 20 years. I say 20 years for a reason, because Sonic, the 3D Sonic games haven't aged well. But he made the best Sonic game. He made the first good Sonic game in 20 years, and it was done by a fan that now works for Sega. Valve. You have Team Fortress, you have the original Team Fortress, the original Counter-Strike. Okay, those were, those were like mods of Half-Life. Those were mods of Half-Life that people made other games with. Guess what Valve did? Hey, you know our engine better than us. Why don't you make games for us? And we'll give you, we'll give you access to our new engine. Guess, guess what? Guess what the two top fr original franchises are now? Three, actually. You got Team Fortress. You got Half No, you got Portal. And you got Counter Strike. I don't know how big Counter Strike is, but that is a big franchise of Valve. Okay? Okay. Nintendo. Nintendo. You got to hear me out on this. You got to hear me out on this. When a fan recreates a game, they know it by heart. They have played the game hundreds of times, maybe more than maybe a developer has played it. They know the weaknesses of the game. They know the mechanics of the game. They know what they're like your biggest fans. And they're not getting paid to make these games. They're making these great games that you can't make. Okay. HD 64. So right, right now there's a group of people that are making, remaking Super Mario 64 of the Unreal Engine. And they have a texture pack where you could play the original art style of the game. Now, JP. Yes. Would you play? Would you pay? Let's say Nintendo hired these guys, and like yeah, we yeah, want yeah. you to do the retro. And let's say that they're gonna update all the graphics, and they they added things. So like in Lava Lava Hollow So in the Lava Land, for example, in '64, in this remaster that these fans are making, you can actually jump on a dinosaur and ride it. You can actually jump on a dinosaur and ride it. And then they added the characters you could play on DS. So they got Yoshi as a playable character. They got Warrior as a playable character. And they got Luigi as a playable character. Not only that, they, they got all the, they got all the, they, so the only thing that hasn't been updated texturally yet, which they are working on is the, is the open world levels. So they have all the bosses updated. Everything's updated. We'll link everything below. We'll link everything in the description below. But JP. Yeah. If you if you could put if if they release sixty four and if it was made by fans and Nintendo hired them and they added stuff, they added stuff that fans have been asking for and they even added stars, would you pay a full sixty bucks for that? Day, I'm there the day one. JP's there day one, I'm there day one. Launch day. So like how come you're releasing a game that's like, you know, twenty four years old and you have fans that have a better version. You clearly cannot make a better version of 64. Hire these people. Don't suck, shut them down. Be like, hey, you, you clearly got this idea better than us. Let's hire you. You know, we, we will hire you. You have a relationship. Hire these people that make remasters. Hire them. They're not getting paid to make them. Hire them. Buy the gaming assets. And release it. 
as a, as a $60 game. I'm there day one. JP's there day one. Do that with any fan game that's made. Like, come on, Nintendo. You, And then, like, what upsets me more is the Nintendo fans are like, oh, my gosh. So I think the collection's good for people who got rid of their gaming consoles. But me and JP, we, we, we play these games in other formats. You know, um, you know, gaming emulation is very easy to do now on the game on the Android phone. Now you can even buy a you could buy a Kindle for like thirty dollars to forty dollars and play N sixty four up to N sixty four games. And the higher end Kindles can play up to GameCube. Mm-hmm. So like Nintendo. Okay. And another point I have with three D All Stars. What's up with this Disney crap? What, limited, you like, you limited, like... limited, limited release? Are you Disney now? The did the, the mouse secretly buy you out? What, I what's could, up? I with could this? see it. I really could see it. Did the the Mickey Mouse be like, oh, Mario, I own you now. Uh huh. We own you. We're gonna we're gonna secretly call it to Nintendo Ball. Uh huh. What is this? What is this? You you I know you've done it in the past. You've done it with Amiibo. You've done it with the, the console. What's up with releasing this game for only six months? Are you gonna are you gonna have a streaming service? Are you gonna be doing something with these games? Or are you just gonna lock them away for twenty more years? Why are you doing this? Like, I get physical copies. But why are you getting rid of the digital access? Why Nintendo? Why are you doing that? That's like, an, that's like the biggest screw over you could do, not only to your current fans, but the people who buy a Switch later on. And then they have to pay, you have like a scapula that bought maybe like 100 of these, for example. And then yep. they have to pay $500 if they want to play their, you're better off buying the original console. You're losing profits by doing this. You're having people scapula it. Okay, you should, you should give everybody you should give everyone equal access to these games. Also, with these online games, who who says that there's going to be lim- what? I, I wouldn't be surprised if there's limited download codes on we, on day one. Probably. Who says they're going to do that? I think they'll do that. I think there's a. I think there's going to be problems with doing that. It frightens me, but I think they could. So you know, Nintendo. I'm sorry to say, but that, that was, I'm sorry to say, but you did excite fans on day one, but in a week when this game comes out, you have a storm brewing of angry fans. And I know this is going to be your number one holiday game. Oh, easily. Very easily. This is going to be your number one game of the year. It's the number one best selling. It's on top of the gaming charts right now, but Nintendo. Why are you making it hard for everybody to get this game? And plus, it's not easy to get a Switch right now. Not everybody can get a Switch right now. You know, you know what I'm saying, Nintendo? So like basically, basically you're you're not being you're not being like get full with your fans right now. You're being very disrespectful. And you need to give everyone equal access, especially during the pandemic when people are taking advantage of buying switches. Yeah. So my opinion, 3D All-Stars is the biggest disappointment they've ever done. 
And what's up? What's up with this laziness? You have the you're you're the you're the Nintendo Switch. We're the top dog. You're gonna do the Wii U mistake again. I'm gonna say Wii U, Wii U. See the silence, the Wii U silence coming. They're, they're you're coming. going back to old. You're going back to old habits, Nintendo. Old habits die hard. Old old habits are coming back. What's next? Switch Deluxe Plus. Switch Plus. The ultimate switch. The ultimate switch. The ultimate switch. Are you going to keep the switch brand? I, we all know how that worked last time, Nintendo. We all know that worked. Now they did do the same thing with the 3DS. However, they were able to market it later on, and they were able to recover from it. Mm-hmm. But seriously, this is rude. This is rude to us gamers. Not only that, you should really consider hiring fan-made games. That would you could profit so much off that. And you don't even have to pay the people much, and you own the property, mate. And you're getting a better quality product. You know, what's also disappointing, you misinformed people during your direct. You had people like RGT Gamer 85. I'm not the biggest fan of his, but he watched the direct, had a video out an hour later, got a lot of the information wrong. He wasn't the only YouTuber. He wasn't the only YouTuber that got it. And then this week, he's just been more and more disappointed about this game. He's been more and more disappointed. Each, each time he talks about the game, He's, it's more of disappointment. Okay? Okay. My final point. Where's Galaxy 2? What happened to Galaxy 2? It's gone. It's you're, not you're coming like back. Saying that, you're, saying, you're saying that you're saying that the greatest Galaxy game is gone. You took yes, away sir. the best Mario Galaxy 2 game. Okay? Secondly, what's up with these people saying that Galaxy 2 is worse than Galaxy 1? I think it's better. You could write... First off, they added Yoshi. They added Yoshi. How many Mario... Odyssey doesn't have Yoshi. Only it's Sunshine not. has Yoshi. And 64 has Yoshi to get all the stars to get access to the cannon. But you have Yoshi. You have a good res open world game of Yoshi. Okay? And I, I, don't, I don't agree with what Switch Shop... And all these other people are saying, oh, uh, you know, our uh, Galaxy, you know, uh, we, we, we believe that the, Gal- the reason the Tenon and Galaxy 2 in the compilation is just because, you know, uh, we believe that it's really not like an open world platformer. And, you know, uh, you know and it, it makes sense that they, they really would want to not make it look like it, it makes it look like it's not exists. You know, like, you know, it feels more of like a side scroller game, you know, you know, it's like. You know, each game, you know, like, and it's much harder for fans, you know, like, casual gamers aren't going to want to play Galaxy 2, you know, and it makes sense that Nintendo would not want to release it, you know, and, and like, you know, maybe they might, maybe they might release it with, like, a Wii virtual console, you know, and all the, all, all this stuff, you know, all this stuff about, you know, uh, you know, uh, Galaxy 2 is just not a good game, it's just not a good game. Okay, secondly, how old is this kid? How old is this kid that runs Switch Shop? You're probably you're probably like 15 years old. You might be a couple. You might be my age. Did you ever play Galaxy 2? It's not harder than Galaxy 1. It's not. It was the first Mario game that have like you could actually have the game get the star for you. If you had a star that struggled with, you could have the star. You could get. You could have. You could have the option of the game show, and you had to get the star. And then eventually, you got you got a bronze star. So you got the credit for the star, which I thought was a good move by them at that time. 
and they even offered the option and honesty in other future Mario games after that. But like saying that it's a harder game and that people would be discouraged to play it. Get what out are of you here! Talking with that. about you never played the game. You never took your time to play through the game. See what that like, is. What the, what we have here is a, a typical case of a YouTuber trying to get clicks. He doesn't know what he's actually talking about. All right. Okay. First off, his other point was like in Switch Shop. He's like, oh yeah, and like you know, uh, you know, guys, I'm, you know, I'm, I believe that like, you know, you know, like the story's not as strong. Wait, what the heck are you talking about? Galaxy barely had a story. Okay, but like there is just as much content in Galaxy 2 as there is in Galaxy 1. You clearly did not play the game. You have never played the game. You've not explored the ship. There's a ship you go on Galaxy. See, Galaxy 2, you have like a planet that's like Mario. It's really epic and cool. It's like the coolest thing ever. I think it's cooler than the Odyssey ship. Mm-hmm. Yes, I am saying that. I think it's epic. I think it's cooler. Okay. And you can jump around this shit. You still got that open world aspect. Okay, but saying that there's not as much story, what the heck are you talking about? Galaxy 2 was original. So basically, I do know the aspects of the Galaxy 2. Basically, it was supposed to be a Galaxy 1.5. But basically, they had so much content that they made it to a second game. But the story is just as strong. It's just an expansion to Galaxy. It continues on with that story. Okay, it's about this new galaxy being, re- it's about the original galaxy being restored back to its original look. And that was Mario, and basically that was Mario's job. And Rosalina does come back in the end. I'm, for spoilers, she is back. She recreates, she recreates the galaxy the way it was. Okay, but like saying like this, this stuff that like, oh, there's not as much content. You clearly never played the game. You have never played Galaxy 2. Did you play it? I've been close to 100%ing Galaxy 2. I never 100% Galaxy 1 because you have to play as a Luigi and you have to do everything over again. Which I might, I might do it for this review if I do for the for the ports. Maybe next year or later this year, depending on how much time I have. But like, you clearly never played it. Secondly, calling it a side-scrolling game. It's saying that Odyssey is a side-scrolling game. Okay. Like, they fixed... Okay, so basically every Mario game before that, Sunshine and through Galaxy, the first Galaxy game, it took a bit to get to levels. And fans suggested for Nintendo to maybe create, like, a quick navigation thing. That way you can get the levels much quickly. They fixed something that people have been wanting to fix for a while. So why are you saying it's a side-scrolling game? Why are you saying that it's not a real open-world game? What the heck are you talking about? Oh, uh, Galaxy, you know, and we'll link this video below. It was horrible. He clearly did not play the game. Maybe he did, but I'm insulted. As a, as a Galaxy 2 fan, I am someone who's played Galaxy 2 at least three times. And I, I haven't even played Odyssey three times, and that's my favorite game. Someone who's played Galaxy 2 three times, more than the original Galaxy. I'm sorry, my friend. You're wrong. You're, it's calling Galaxy 2 a side-scrolling game is arguing that Odyssey is a, is a side-scrolling game. They just fixed something that fans wanted. So 
maybe before releasing these videos, explaining why they didn't put Galaxy 2 in the collection. I just think Nintendo is just, I think Nintendo might release it eventually. I don't know what their plans are. My, my assumption, they're never going to release it. They're trying to have people forget it. And these people making these accusations that it's not as good as a game, it's harder. You clearly never played the game. Or you haven't had a recent memory of it. And that, in fact, I bought a physical copy of it for only $22. Okay? Rumors have it because of this 3D collection, there's going to be Galaxy 2 will be worth over 100 bucks by March of next year. Because rumors do have they are going to shut down the 3DS shop and the eShop and the Wii U eShop by next year at some point. So I got a physical before this game became high sought after. But saying that Galaxy 2 is not as good as Galaxy 1 is ludicrous. So I'm sorry, Switch Shop. Before you make accusations on why Nintendo like saying that it's not really an open world game or it doesn't match the same quality as Galaxy 1, you don't know what you're talking about. You have no clue what the heck you're talking about. You need to play the game. Come on, even Scott the Waz played Galaxy 2 for his video. Scott the Waz explained it better than you did. That's saying a lot. That That's, that, that, that's all I have for that. Um, but, and back to my other point. I don't. I do believe the Galaxy games are open world games, but they're not true sandbox games. And the reason I say that is, is that all the stars in both the Galaxy games are more like 3D platformers, which isn't bad. Doesn't mean it's a great game. Doesn't mean both games are great. I think it was the start that led them to create 3D World, which I think is just as good as Galaxy, both the Galaxy games. Mm-hmm. I don't consider them like sandbox games. You can't explore the levels, there's no timer, but they're more like platformers. They're built like platformer games. It's not like a sandbox game where like you you can explore, you go on a planet and like in a lot of the missions, you can't leave the planet, like you can't go back in some sites. And even in Odyssey, you can go back. You can go back to the ship anytime. So. I don't, I think it's a different type of open world game, but they're really not sandbox games. Like people are claiming they are, but yeah. you know, so that's, that's all I have for that. Um, 3d all-stars is the biggest disappointment they've released. Um, um, I was gonna, I was gonna have a lecture about RGT 85, but he did correct himself throughout the week. So I have to respect him for that. He did correct. We're going to keep an eye on him. You know, we got to make but sure he, you got to keep he did, the only person who had a good, assumption of it day one with spawn wave so he's the only one to actually release the specs and told people they, these aren't really great and he wasn't excited about it but um you know but like the switch shop video really really upset me and then the game explain games are upsetting me have you seen the game explain videos lately yeah i, I actually have so like watched. look at the difference you can see mario's m it's the mario m from it's not the Mario M from Odyssey. I'm sorry, brother. I'm sorry. It's not. It's it's just that it's just that like they're the, grasping the for draw, for straws. They're trying to put together this conspiracy that's not there. And then like and they're like, oh yeah, look at the graphical difference between Sunshine GameCube and Sunshine. It's the same game. They just fixed the aspect ratio. They didn't do much with it. 
they clearly did not fix the controllers and stuff fans, us hardcore fans want. Ah, dude. Dude, and then, like, the Galaxy ones are even more funny. Yeah. Just get it. If you want to play Galaxy in HD, you don't care about the portable experience, I'm going to grab this right now. You see, I have a Wii. If you have a Wii still, get an HDMI port. Pay to, you can basically get 1080 crisp quality. It goes up to 480p. You can get almost the same quality as the Switch. And guess how much I paid for this? I got JP one for his birthday. You know how much this cost me? JP's, JP's got his. JP's got his. So, you know, he hasn't, JP's got his in his baggie because he likes to protect it. But guess how much this cost me? Eight bucks. Can't beat it. Can't beat it. Eight, eight dollars. Chris 1080 aspect ratio, the same as the Switch. So, Nintendo. And people that explain, and these, these YouTubers that are saying that, like, Galaxy 2 isn't a great game. Play the game. Like, I'm going to play all these remasters. I'm going to play these quote-unquote all-star remasters. And I'm going to talk about them later at some point. I'm actually going to take my time and talk about them. Before you say that Galaxy 2 is a bad game, play the game. Like, look at Scott the Waz, you know, like, he played it. I'm not, you know, he's, you know, like, I have his issues with his videos, but he actually plays the games. He plays them. Yeah, he does. And he's honest. Play them. Don't make assumptions. Just play them. No one knows why Nintendo is like trying to not make Galaxy 2 exist. But don't say Galaxy 2 is a bad game. It's like the best gal. It's the best Galaxy game out of all of them. It, it definitely is. It, it's just disappointing that that people are just saying this ludicrous stuff. And also disappoints me that Nintendo not only is making that game not look exist, but they're saying that 64 DS doesn't exist, and Galaxy 2 is not on the timeline. It's just disappointing that a gaming company that values their fans and their gaming history is trying to make games not coexist anymore. It's, it's, it's a shame. God, it's a shame. Like Mother, like Earthbound. How come you haven't released them yet in the United States? You, have, you clearly have a huge cult following for it. Released Mother know, Free officially. Mother Free is one of the most highly emulated games of all time. Released it. Release the fish. Change the music. Do we need to do to make it legal in the United States? Release it. Come on, Nintendo. Come on. Listen to your American audiences. You're like missing out on hundreds of millions, maybe billions of dollars. Like, come on. I get that you want to do a streaming online service. Release Virtual Console again. The Switch is doing great. Hey, you, you might be surprised. You, this will act, you may be surprised who'd buy those games. I think you'd be very, very, very successful. All right. All right. So, all right. I'm done with this lecture. So we're going to wrap this all up. I'm going to wrap everything up finally. So, yeah. Um, so, um, JP, uh, do you have any ending points for today's podcast and stuff? Um, I think it was a great podcast. I think that, you know, we had some insight coming what's coming to Xbox and PlayStation 5 coming soon, or maybe not. We don't know what Xbox is doing. They're in the corner doing their own thing. I think that uh, your 
your viewpoint of what Nintendo's doing is spot on. I agree with it hundred percent. You know, you know where I've been standing for a while is I've lost Nintendo's trust and they have to earn it back. I'm not just going to give away my money. Just, you know, you don't get a free pass. You don't get a free pass reports, something I can play on my computer right now. You don't, you don't get that. So it's going to be interesting because the game comes out what next week, right? The 17th. Yeah. I'm, I'm supposed to get it on launch day. Um, with Best Buy's, with Best Buy's luck, um, I should be able to get it the day before. Hit, hit people order for Best Buy. I've gotten Amiibo a day early from them. I've gotten games a day early before launch. JP's had the same experience. They're better than Amazon. They're yeah. better than Amazon. Come that on. That is true. I mean, the only thing I've heard is you didn't get your Switch when it came out, but they gave it to you that Monday with in-store credit. Yeah, so you can't beat it. So you really, they do better service than Amazon or GameStop. They're much more trustworthy. So, you know, than the, those sources. So, Anyways, guys, thanks for listening. Um, I'm sorry that I got super heated with the Galaxy 2 lecture. I needed to get that out of my system. I'm very disappointed with these people trashing a game that they clearly did not play. And it's very disappointing that – and I'm, I, I'm also very disappointed with 3D All-Stars. I was expecting – I was hoping – deep down inside, I was hoping these would all be HD remasters with the Odyssey engine. You know, I would have loved to see that. I would have nope, loved to see we that. We didn't get that. We didn't get that. So, you know, thank you guys. Thanks for listening. And I hope. Don't forget to subscribe on the uh, Spotify and on the you YouTube know, channel. Comment your thoughts. Um, if you guys know these YouTubers that I talked about today, love to get them on. I'll debate with some. I, I actually want to see these people played it. We can have a huge debate. We might have to get a moderator on that's separate from both of us. But hey, um, I'll debate with you. I'll be very professional about it but as of now i believe you haven't played the game none of you guys except for scott the waz i don't i believe a lot of these people are making quote-unquote assumptions they did not play galaxy 2 all the way through like i have and i've played it three times now i'm sure there are people out there who played it more but like i've played it enough where i i can tell you my in-depth of both the games so all right guys well i hope you all have you know a good time hope you stay safe, corn. Stay safe out in the COVID world. You know, so. and hope hope you all do well. So oh. take care, everybody. Have a good JP, one. Have a good one. Um, if you want to join, uh, if you definitely want to do the Toontown RPG thing as an add-on to this podcast, uh, um, just DM us on Instagram. DM one of us on Insta or somehow um just comment on the youtube channel we don't have a lot of followers right now just comment we'll, we'll message you we'll we'll figure we'll figure it out the email just dm us on youtube for right now and we'll figure it out but definitely want to do the toontown thing that would be interesting that would be definitely interesting to do get a little leroy jenkins in here good old leroy jenkins well take care guys and i hope you have a good night <laughs>